This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and you found the Leadership Lowdown. And I'm so glad you did because the people that we get a chance to talk to are oftentimes some very amazing people doing amazing things. And I am so excited to get to know more about the role and duties of a gentleman by the name of Ben Leslie. He is the Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor. And Ben, welcome to our show. We're glad you're with us. Oh, Vic, thank you so much. So honored. Well, and it's so exciting to talk to you because I think you have a great leadership story for us to hear about. But I also love that the fact that you're doing some great things for an organization that I am truly excited to know more about. And what I know of it, it sure is doing some great things for people that have done great things for all of us. So before I go too far unpacking all of that, tell me, Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor, tell me about your role and what it is you do real quick. Oh, man. Vic, we may need more than our allotted time. Ah, fair uh, enough. You know? <laughs> we'll call this a two-part mini-series. How's that, Ben? <laughs> Let's do it. And I'll come on anytime you have time. I love talking and sharing about, you know, Folds of Honor and my path growing up. And so, you know, I'm 48 years old and have been in nonprofits and development my whole life. And so how blessed am I to have this unique career that I get to have fun and purpose. <laughs> wow, fun and, and purpose. That's two words put together that often don't end up together, right? No, and I know you've interviewed a lot of people and it's a grind and it's a rat race and people are looking forward to 459 every day and I'm not. I wake up excited, I go to bed tired, but certainly excited and motivated for the next day and I have, man. I've been able to do this. I went to Oklahoma State University We are Cowboys. I'm from Oklahoma, and so I've got a couple degrees from OSU. And, you know, as soon as I graduated with my MBA, I knew what I wanted to do. My dad was a golf pro, and my mom worked in nonprofits, and she helped young women that had children. And so they lived in this home. They were teenagers. They got pregnant. And my mom and my dad always said, you know, we need to do something. We have to help these people. And so I got to watch this cause with my mom and dad growing up and how they were so motivated, not just to help each other and their children, but to help other people, sometimes even before themselves. And so it was kind of, you know, just like implemented into me growing up, like, okay, treat people how you want to be treated, listen and be positive and try to have purpose in whatever you're doing. And so... When I graduated from Oklahoma State, where did I land? I landed right back at OSU raising money (laughs) for kids who didn't have enough to go to college. Oh, my. Yeah, it was neat. And so my mom and dad, you know, they just kind of watched me grow up and run into this career path accidentally, right? Like, was I going to be a golf pro? Was I going to go into sales? (laughs) You know, people that are MBA usually have this career trajectory And as soon as I graduated, I'm looking to go into the nonprofit agency in a support role to help other people. Wow. And, you know, it sounds like, honestly, it sounds like, Ben, right from the very beginning, you were shown that demonstrated by mom and dad, right? Because that was the way they lived their life, was trying to find ways to have purpose and to help people on their life's journey. Is that fair? It is. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know how back then we did not have cell phones. We did not have <laughs> Back in the old days, no cell phones, right? Yeah. yeah. We did, our television had 
ABC, NBC, CBS. <laughs> preach it, and preach it, brother Ben. <laughs> and so there wasn't these distractions. Like you know, I would go out and play. I would go to the golf course and help my father in the cart barn, or you know, picking up range balls. And then on Sunday we would go to church, and afterwards we go to the, my mom's agency, and I mm. get to be around these unbelievable people that really because no fault of their own, needed help. And so I got to learn this, like, philanthropy and, you know, this culture and, you know, this contagiousness of when you reach out to help somebody, you're actually the one being helped. And I kind of followed this motto, and people have definitely, like, motivated me along the way, but from a very early age, it was my mother and my father. Mm, How about that? You know, and isn't it interesting the way that people in our lives come along the way and do some special things for us? And we don't always appreciate it when they're putting that stuff into us. But boy, as you get perspective and you get a little older and maybe a gray hair here and there, all of a sudden that perspective is something that you've come to appreciate. And so your actual grew up in, you said Oklahoma, yes? I did, yeah, I, and I still reside in a small town north of Tulsa. My mom lives 20 minutes away. My in-laws live 10 minutes away. <laughs> so we didn't get too far. No, well, that's good because they want to make sure mom can keep an eye on you. You know how that goes. That's but. Well, and and so Ben, I'm just so glad you're with us today because we have so much we want to hear about. And I just love the story that you've got for us because it is about family and it is about sometimes people doing the right thing. And when you say fun and purpose, man, that sounds like exactly what we're going to do right here on Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with Ben Leslie, and we'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. And we're back here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We have Ben Leslie with us. He's the Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor. And Ben, you know, you mentioned in our first segment, we talked about kind of doing the right thing and doing things with purpose. But you know, sometimes, what's that old saying, no good deed goes unpunished? And I don't like to live my life that way. But sometimes, you know, you try to do the right thing. You try to be in positions where you're helping people. And just seems like sometimes things don't always go well for you. I'm not looking for the failures at all, but has getting into the nonprofit, trying to find a way to help people, has that been a harder pull for you than you might have expected as a young Ben Leslie years ago? Yeah, what a great question. You know, looking back, and maybe this is similar for you and your listeners and your colleagues, I probably learned a lot from people that were doing it the wrong way. And as a young employee Mm. with managers and 
supervisors and layers and layers of people above me, yeah. I was very absorbed. I, you know, I wanted to have a very impactful career. I wanted to help as many people as possible. I knew at a very young age the way to have that type of impact in my life and, you know, something that my son would be proud of is to get to the top where I can positively impact other people and lead them into a way to be successful. And so, you know, I spent 10 years at Oklahoma State University fundraising and, you know, the majority of it would be managed by other people. And so <laughs> I got to learn, you know, during those roles of fundraising and, you know, going to events and being in meetings and, you know, being reviewed annually or biannually, what kind of a leader I wanted to be. You know, I don't want to say all the leaders that were in my life were poor. There was a lot of good ones, but I got to learn, like, man, that did not feel right. That Those words hurt, and they didn't use that, you know, that phrase. They could have done that better. And so, you know, the golden rule, I still lean on that, you know, to this day, and that words are real, and, you know, people are messy. And, you know, they all have different personalities and characteristics, but I sure try to do every sentence Every communication that I have, I try to put myself in the other person's shoes to well, make sure that I say the words right and yeah. that they hear with passion and honesty and integrity to develop this availability of trust. And if I do that, you know, you want to read people's expressions and hear their tone in their voice and look at their face and do it in this world of virtual I still try to get out and meet people in their living rooms. And if I go to meet with an employee, I try to do it on a Zoom where they can see me and I can see them. Or I'll go to their office or they'll come to my office. And so, Vic, I hate to be so simple, but I'm telling you the things that I've learned and I try to implement in my daily with my family, with my friends. And I do have bosses with my bosses and with my employees is the golden rule. Well, and I think, Ben, really, and I want to play here just for a second, because honestly, you just said so many important things, and I don't want them to go flying by, because first of all, one of the things that's really important to me is that you said it sounds simple. Let's just, you and I agree that some of the greatest leaders ever, anywhere in the world, have taken extremely complex situations and made them extremely simple and understandable for everyone to be able to embrace. And so when you say this sounds really simple. I follow the golden rule. You know what? If everybody just brushed away the 16 books they're reading and the five audio tapes they're listening to, and for once just went back and said, you know what? This is the most important thing. Wow. It was easy, but man, was it just creates clarity. And I really think that that's powerful. And the other thing that you said that I just want to reaffirm is that I think it sounds like both you and I have had people that have been our supervisors. God bless them, appreciate it. And some of the most valuable lessons I learned was the wonderful one that in the back of my mind is, if I ever get in charge, I'll never do that, right? Yeah. And so that really can be a powerful lesson. And so what you're saying to me and what I heard is that I'm learning along the way. I'm learning good and bad. And when I have a chance to lead, I'm going to do some things maybe differently on purpose. And I'm going to keep it simple because the most important thing is treat others the way you want to be treated. Man, uh, full stop, mic drop. Good job, Ben. That's what I heard. Is that where you're at? It is. It, and if I can do that, I think my passion and my positivity 
is contagious. And if it's in a room that I'm walking into, if it's on a call I'm jumping onto, if I'm having, and we all have, and we have days that we're like, man, I don't know if I can get us together, but I sure as heck do. Because I want <laughs> to be together. I some sort of positivity around my people, employees, colleagues, family, friends, because it's so contagious. And I want everybody to live with positivity and purpose. I love to set the tone because if I get to do that to somebody, then they're going to do it to somebody else. Well, and boy, you know, it's paying it forward. And again, we talk a lot about on this show, the ripple effect. And what you're talking about is creating a ripple effect for those around you to show them not only necessarily not how to do it, but really demonstrate how to do it and actually walk the walk. I think that's so powerful. And Ben, I'm so glad you took time out from your busy schedule to be with us. We're so glad Ben Leslie's here right here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Verstero. We'll be right back. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. This is the Michigan Business Network. You found the Leadership Lowdown, and we found Ben Leslie. He's doing a great job of helping us understand some of his role and responsibility and how to approach some things. And I love the word positivity because Ben sure has a lot of it. And Ben, as Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor, can you spend a little time with us about some of the key fundamentals in your mind that are so important to staying on track and keeping focus? Because you got to have a lot of things coming at you. And and when that happens, how do you keep it all together? Yeah, I've learned this along the way, accidentally, probably through trial and error. <laughs> and this is so simple. Life shouldn't be difficult, especially when you're just trying to do good. But I live by a routine. And I have a personal routine that gets me up at a certain time and, you know, with a exercise regimen and a nutritional regimen that prepares me for Whatever life comes at me during the day, whether it's in Oklahoma working from home, if I go to the office and have to meet people, or if I'm on the road for a few days. If I have a routine that starts early, that includes, you know, giving my wife a kiss, calling my son or texting him while he's in college, taking care of myself with nutrition and hydration and sleep, then Vic, I can sit down and look at all of my notes for the day, which I have prepared for my meetings, for my phone calls, then, you know, with preparation comes a little bit of confidence. I can sit in the meeting and know what I need to ask, know what I need to know. I can sit with my employees and my colleagues and get to the bottom of what they need assistance with or what I need assistance with. And so, you know, I didn't have it growing up. You know, college was a little bit different when we were in college than it is now. So, 
the scheduling was different. I think these kids are pretty structured more than we were growing up. My brain was going, as you were talking, I'm thinking, well, okay, you know, Ben, this is the way you've always been, but you just shared with me, yeah. no, that's not true. So help a guy like me who squirrel, right? I immediately yeah. always interrupted with the next thing. And so when you think about that, tell me, what is that in your mind? How do you help somebody, maybe an employee or somebody in your sphere of influence, be able to get to that spot where they've got the systems and organization that you just described? How did you develop it? Well, you know, you have so much time during the day and everybody, you know, everyone's busy, but there's always enough time to sit down and look at what's ahead of you the next day, the next five days, the next month. So you can mentally prepare. And there's times in my life where I'm traveling three or four days a week for weeks on end. And when I know that's coming, then I prepare a little bit differently. And so when I sit down as a manager, as a colleague, and maybe even as a leader in my organization, I certainly make time to talk to my people and you know the team about preparation. So you feel good when you're walking into a meeting. Yes. And it can be simple, big, is taking 30 minutes from 7.30 to 8 and looking at your calendar, making sure you reply to your emails, making sure... That, you know, you prioritize who you need to talk to. I got to make sure my boss knows what I'm doing. I got to talk to my supervisor to let them know, you know, what's going on. And then you kind of go down the chain from there about what your meetings look like throughout the day. So you can have the stat or the documentation to prepare. You know, I've learned the hard way going to a meeting unprepared and being embarrassed. And I did not like that for myself. And I certainly, again, this golden rule, putting yourself in other people's shoes, I don't want them to have the experience either. Well, and you know, years ago, and by chance, Ben, were you ever involved with the Future Farmers of America, the FFA? Oh, yeah. 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 And so was I. I was state president out here in Michigan, and I just loved it. And one of the things they gave us was the five Ps, which is prior preparation prevents poor performance. And it's hard to yeah. say it, but, you know, honestly, that's what you're suggesting. And I got to believe that in your development work, you're in with some pretty impressive people. And when you get up to bat, you got to make some pretty good first impressions. And if you come sliding through the door sideways, skidding in there, just winging it, you're probably not going to be up to bat a second time, are you? I think everybody's field is extremely competitive. And there's already somebody right behind you coming in. And if I can leave and be memorable, and not only just be like memorable, oh, he had a nice shirt on. I mean with being prepared, coming in with purpose, listening, and being positive. I think, you know, you combine all those qualities, then you're going to leave pretty much successful with what you're trying to accomplish. In preparation, especially for us at Folds of Honor going to a meeting, I want to know what the company, who they support. I want to know how much they support to other charities so I don't embarrass myself by asking for too little or too much. I want to know how many Folds of Honor recipients we have in their footprint or how many recipients we have in the state of Michigan. And, you know, these things that are very memorable statistics, you walk away and you're like, oh, my God. This guy, he did his research, he was prepared, he didn't waste our time, he certainly spent time and listened to what we had to say to see what our objectives are so he can meet them or match them. And so big preparation is a lot of different things depending on what it is, but you can prepare for anything you're going into. Well, and Ben, I just love that because honestly, what I heard as you're talking, what I heard you basically say is because I care about you and I want to honor you. 
I want to be prepared to have a viable discussion with you and not to waste your time. So I'm going to make sure I'm prepared in a great way. And that is not honoring me. That's honoring you as somebody that is listening and that you're spending time with me. And boy, Ben, I'm so glad you're spending time with us here on Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back after we go pay some bills. For something to grow, it takes time like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. And we're back on the Leadership Lowdown with Ben Leslie. He, of course, is the Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor. And, you know, Ben, we've been talking about having fun and purpose. And part of the idea is showing up prepared and being ready to serve and to do that to work and honor those around us with being properly prepared. And, you know, Ben, as I think about this, one of the key things you said in the very first segment was fun with purpose. And I want to make sure that I understand Folds of Honor. I can't think of a lot of organizations that have such purpose as Folds of Honor because the work you're doing is honoring those that have honored us with incredible sacrifice to protect the American dream, the American way of life and the American principles that that red, white, and blue flag means. And so when I think about all that you're doing there, tell me, sometimes is it overwhelming for you because you're doing something with purpose in your life? It's got to feel pretty good every day you get out of bed. Yeah, it does. And I think, you know, we talked about great leaders in our lives, and I was drawn to one, you know, like a moth. There's this young man and this is back in 07, he's a major at the time, he's a colonel now, and he had the passion and the patriotism to start a foundation to help military dependent widows and children achieve their educational dreams. And he started Folds of Honor with his wife, Jackie, in 2007. And this is Colonel Dan Rooney, he's our CEO, he's our founder, and he's a great leader. And so when I was at Oklahoma State, you know, I saw this guy in Oklahoma trying to start a foundation. And you got to have some perspective here. OSU, you know, we're raising about $300 million a year at Oklahoma State University. And I had a small part in it. And then Folds of Honor was raising about $100,000 when Dan started, him and his wife started it. And so obviously the different size there, but the impact was unbelievably important. And so Colonel Rooney combines all this stuff that you and I have talked about. You talk about passion. You talk about purpose. You talk about, you know, setting the tone and having this culture of pagesness, of purpose and accountability and having fun. But he also was positive and he listened. And so I joined Folds of Honor, you know, 14 years ago. You know, Dan and Jackie were two or three years into the organization. And I can tell you in the last 14 years, it's been nothing but, you know, the best decision I've ever made, and we've done a lot together under Dan's leadership and have brought in a lot of great leaders along the way. But to give you an idea, in the last 14 years and your listeners, 
We've helped nearly 50,000 widows and kids, the military men and women who've been killed in action, go to college. And so we've raised nearly $250 million and given 100% of it away. We're a top-ranked charity. We still hold true our values that were established. You know, take care of these families and do it as efficiently as possible. We're one of the top-ranked nonprofits in the world with cost-per-dollar raise. And we've met some incredible people along the way. And you're right, we sat in meetings with executives all across the country from airlines to hotels to restaurants and, you know, famous golfers and leaders in the military. And all the things that I learned from Dan and his wife, Jackie, over the years, in addition to the golden rule, I've tried to implement it and stay true. And it's just been such a blessing to get to meet these heroic families in their time of need and connect them with people who want to help. And so, you know, we're this little conduit and scaling the organization to help more people. Well, Ben, let me ask you this. You've been in the room with some pretty amazing people, and I don't want you to name drop. That's not what I'm asking, although you probably could. My point is, when you meet amazing, famous people or incredible families of given sacrifice and everything, can you give me any insight? Because some of us become kind of awestruck around celebrities and in your world have you discovered anything that's consistent that you could say consistently about people of great fame or that are significant leaders tell me your thoughts on that well you know behind closed doors they would have helped just like everybody else and in my role and maybe my personality is to speak second so i listen i make sure that i listen i want to hear what you know the donor is trying to achieve with their money how they're wanting to help and make an impact and where. And even, you know, CEOs and maybe like ambassadors or celebrities or sports heroes, if I'm talking to them, in the back of my mind, I know that they want to help and they want to make a difference. And it is my job to listen to them, to see what kind of impact they want to have, and then I can leave and go and try to help them achieve that. Well, and I think that that's tremendous when you think about, you know, it's interesting to me, look, fame comes to people in a variety of different ways, sometimes overnight, sometimes they've worked for it forever. But the most amazing thing that I've ever done is when I find somebody that appears to be somewhat unaffected. And what I mean by that is that without dropping a name, I was with a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame person and his family and we had lunch and I was awestruck. I wanted to get a picture with him in the worst way. But the bottom line is I didn't ask for that because we were there to honor his daughter for an award she was getting. And my whole point was it was really just like a family just hanging out because instead of me making it all about the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, I made it all about the daughter. And I think that's really what you have to remember is that everybody has their own world, their own background, and to treat them kind of as a regular person is probably something rare in their pretty famous world, I would assume. But we appreciate the fact that Ben Leslie is treating us like home folk, and we appreciate your time today, Ben, right here on the Leadership Lowdown. We're going to go take a quick commercial break and be right back. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, 
Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. So glad that Ben Leslie could join us right here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown, and he's the Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor. And you know, Ben, I have to believe between the recipients of the amazing dollars that you have been able to contribute through your organization to make a difference, and there's a certain element, I got to believe, in people that make a gift, as in they're doing something that's meaningful to them. And maybe you didn't expect them to do. So any thoughts come to mind? Maybe some special stories you could share with us? Oh, my gosh. That's tough. It's like, who's your favorite kid? (laughs) (laughs) I know. All of our donors are so special. The ones that give a dollar and the ones that give more than a dollar. I mean, we treat everybody the same with, you know, which we've, how we've scaled and been able to help more people. One thing that really comes to mind, because I've been a part of it since the very beginning, was the CEO at the time of a great, iconic company, had an assistant whose kid was killed in action. And he remembered Folds of Honor. Yeah. And he called in and said, hey, you know, my assistant is having this unbelievable tragedy in her family. He left behind some kids and a spouse. Is there any way you guys can help him? And, you know, that's what we do. And so we did. We stepped in, no questions, took care of what was the right thing to do. And that developed into, you know, Vic, a 14-year relationship and nearly $20 million. The company that I'm referencing is Anheuser-Busch. And the CEO made a point, and I remember the meeting. He said, I make it a point not to get in the way of God's will. Let's figure out how to help more people together. And we've done that. And Anheuser-Busch has contributed nearly $25 million. And the unique thing about their life-changing, unapologetic support to us is it is 100% restricted to recipients that are going to school where they have operations. So they are certainly making organizational impact. Their employees know how much purpose is behind a for-profit company and what they do. They employ thousands and thousands of veterans and first responders that have so much pride in their career and they're helping people in their communities. Mm. And so they've got great tie to customers. They've got great ties to employees. And every year we celebrate it. They get to meet their recipients. One year, Vic, we did a surprise and we brought in 30 Folds of Honor recipients who are going to college. You have to be 21 and over to do stuff with Anheuser-Busch. Sure, okay. (laughs) Seems fair. Uh, We brought in a bunch of recipients, 30 or so recipients that are 21 years and over, and we took them on a brewery tour. So we're their brewing Budweiser, the great American lager. We took them on this tour. And the unique thing about this brewery is a majority of the people that work there were veterans. And at the end of this tour, which was a complete surprise to the employees, we brought them all out and they gave it like this little speech about, you know, how they brew the beer and the process and, you know, how they deliver it, all the logistics. And I had an opportunity to be a part of this tour. And at the end of it, we kind of let them 
finished speaking, we listened, and we said, we want you to know something. Everybody in this room are Folds of Honor recipients whose parents were killed in action. The beer that you are brewing 100% goes back to help these heroic families. Wow. Their educational dreams. And you want to talk about a watershed moment. These grown men, <laughs> veterans, lost it. They oh. were so grateful. They were humbled. I'm <laughs> having that watershed moment right here on my end of the microphone. I'm oh, telling you, Ben, it, it, that's it incredible. And so you look back, and every day, it's just been a blessing to talk to you and to learn from you. And so... Every day is a blessing. Every day you get up, you have to have passion, you have to have energy, you have to have motivation, and you have to have positivity. And I've gotten to experience that daily. And I hope all your listeners get to or will start. Well, you just shared an amazing story that I can't thank you enough for. That is really cool. And we all know that that particular organization has had some bumps and bruises in the media. And to know that their DNA is so strong and so powerful and so American, you got to really appreciate that. And the other thing that I appreciate is the power of which they have given it back to their employees. I think that's really pretty powerful. But you know, I wanted to make just one point real quick is that without quoting scripture, because I'm probably not the guy to do it, but you know, it is biblical when you think about the people, the widow that gave everything she had versus the rich man that held back. And of course, without judgment, I just wanted to make sure it was clear to everyone. If you might be listening and saying, well, what can I do? It really wouldn't make that much difference. But the point is that when we all come together, just like snowflakes can create powerful weather events, the same can be said on all of us stepping forward and giving a few dollars here and there, whatever we can justify in honor of the people that have given so much. It really adds up and it makes a difference to people that are making a difference every single day. And you know, Ben Leslie, you're making a difference and we want to thank you for being a part of this with Leadership Lowdown. We've got one quick segment left and we'll be right back after these messages here on the Michigan Business Network. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. We're back with our final segment here on the Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. And, of course, Ben Leslie is our... uh, Chief Development Officer for Folds of Honor. And Folds of Honor is doing some great things. The last segment was kind of a bit of a tribute and an example of that. But, you know, anything that we don't know about Folds of Honor that you want to share with us, Ben, in their final segment, make sure we get it all in, okay? Okay. Yes, sir, Vic. Thank you. It's been amazing. And I think the listeners, especially with the tone of reaching out to help people, Vic, that we've talked about today, I think... We need to send people to foldsofhonor.org. And if you're a military family or a first responder that needs educational assistance, our scholarship window is currently open. And so you can go to foldsofhonor.org to learn if you qualify and certainly how to apply 
for this fall semester. And Vic, we've got two programs. We got programs for children, K through 12, and we have higher ed. And we not only send people to college, but we've been so blessed to have recipients that go to trade school, tech school, cooking, culinary, whatever. We're not trying to tell oh. you what's we just want to help you achieve your dreams. And that's, so, that's cool. And, and, you know, I'm so glad to hear you say the trade school thing. And all of the schools are important. But, you know, the trade schools for a number of years got left behind. And let's all face it. If you want a straightforward path to a six-digit income, go be a plumber. There's so many opportunities. And here's where my thoughts were on this, Ben. If I lost my mom and she was an electrician or my dad was a plumber or whatever it was, and that was his dream was to come back and be in the family business after he or she served and now they're gone well now their child can go and get trade school help and continue that family legacy man this is just exciting you guys are doing incredible stuff and people have got to be excited so if i am a military family member and i have lost or an injured veteran tell me about those qualifications that's exactly right you said it perfectly so killed in action or disabled, you can go to foldsofhonor.org and learn how to apply right there. Wow, and that's really exciting. And so when you apply, I think you said each grant is up to $5,000? That's exactly right. So we cover $5,000 annually of unmet tuition. And, you know, it will probably help 10,000 people this fall, nearly $50 million. We have direct communication with our recipients, Often, and we also talk to the institutions that our recipients are attending to see if there's any match. You know, in the great state of Michigan, we had nearly 200 Folds of Honor recipients going to school all across the state, and that just spreads across the country. And great partners like you who support us, you know, through your voice and your pen and your audience, it's patriotic. We just can't be more grateful and for the time, you know, to share of everything that other people do to help. Well, and while we're on that issue, you know, tying this back to our Michigan connections, you know, we have a golf course here called American Dunes Golf Club that does some pretty amazing things. And we have a sister show called Michigan Corners. So if you're interested in that here on the Michigan Business Network, you can slide over and listen to that show as well, where we talk to Doug Bell, who's the general manager and PGA professional over there at American Dunes, and what they do there and how they raise money right here in Michigan. And again, the point is every little bit counts because it adds up like those powerful snowflakes in a snowstorm. And if you think about it, go over and have a burger, even if you're not a golfer at American Dunes in Michigan, because all of their profits go to the Folds of Honor organization. And that's a pretty special thing as well. Now, for those that aren't golfers, for those that want to make a difference, for those that want to give a little, those that want to give a lot, I just got to go find you on the internet, right? So foldsofhonor.com probably and off I go and I can find my way through that website right that's exactly right and you can still go to American Dunes and buy a hat or buy a shirt just stop by Vic and meet Doug Bell who is a great leader in his own right and Ian who is the golf pro there unbelievable patriots there's a memorial that you walk through there's people that spend all day at American Dunes and don't even golf yeah I believe that. And the other thing, too, that as we're talking about it, Ben, is that, forgive me, but I think it's 1,300 hours. I'm not the military guy, but at 1 o'clock every day, they have a two-minute 
timeout where they play taps and they have an honor to those that have fallen. And then at 5.30, I think it is, they also, on the golf course, they play the Star Spangled Banner in a final tribute to the day. And then just the grounds and everything else, it's a Jack Necklace course. It is stunning. And what's important to me is that it's a stunning work because, look, at freedom isn't free. We all know that and we understand that. And when we think about the role that patriots have played in forging this nation from the wilderness. And as you think about it, to stand as a beacon of hope and a beacon of opportunity, that's what it's all about. It was never about equality. It was always about equal opportunity. And equal opportunity is what we fought for and died for and some have sacrificed for. And I am so humbled and honored to have an opportunity to showcase an organization like Folds of Honor. And Ben, I just want to say thank you. You have done and are doing amazing work, and it's greatly appreciated. I can't thank you enough, sir. Thank you. We honor the sacrifice by educating their legacy. You can visit foldsofhonor.org to learn more, to learn how to apply. And if you want to, you can learn how to donate there as well. And we appreciate you, Vic. We thank you for your patriotism and your interest to help others. It's all good. And so again, Ben Leslie from as a Chief Development Officer of Folds of Honor, thank you so much for joining us here on Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. I can't wait to talk to you next time.